Hey everyone, we're back with the District 3 Podcast, episode 212. My name is Edwin. And this is Elena. And I'm Migs. And it's been a while since we've all been on the studio. I feel like sometimes it's like me and you. Some, and when I say me and Migs, sometimes Elena's here, sometimes Migs is in here. Um, but I'm glad that we're all here. And we've all kind of been all over the place. Migs was just in Minneapolis? Uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota, don't you know? What were you doing over there? Uh, I, was, um, I was directing a concert over there. Uh, fun stuff. It was uh, Treasure Island. I really got to hang out in the city. Got to go to some fancy little places to eat. It was uh, it was quite nice. The only thing that wasn't nice was my way there, my way back. All the flight delays, man. Like I like both ways. Like at least twelve hours. Mm. Like I had to spend the night there. I came here a day late because my connecting. They they delay one flight, but they don't delay the next one. They can't wait fifteen minutes, and then uh. you're there overnight. You know. And I was supposed to do Tenacious D last night, that concert. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Were you supposed uh, to work that? Yeah. But then, like, you know, I have a like, hey, dude, like, I'm going to be probably, like, an hour late maybe if this flight goes through. You yeah. know? So they're, like, they just got me covered to make sure that somebody's Jack there. Jack Black. But that's a good thing when you know that you like your job because you're like, no. You I know? I want to be there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't get to work on a Monday. Yeah, what? Tenacious D. <laughs> maybe I could have got to see Jack, Jack Black, Black, that would have been like a viral <laughs> picture of me and him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That would have been cool. Yeah. But hey, next time. And we got to go to the Arcast Podcast Festival. Oh, we did. We were sad that Elena couldn't go oh, with, couldn't go with man. us. I got you a shirt, Elena, by and the he way. I forgot to bring and, it. And yeah, dude, like I even had it ready. Like I got it ready this morning, and I'll get you next time. <laughs> you better, you better. Our okay. guest brought her a hoodie, and you didn't bring the shirt. Uh-huh. Miguel, come on, now. just kidding. <laughs> but that that festival was pretty cool, right? I mean, you got to kind of hear from folks that are also, you know, experts in podcasting. And and uh, what were some of your takeaways? Not to put you on the spot, Miguel, but what were some of the takeaways from that from that event uh, that you attended? I don't with? remember anything now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we did have a few drinks before. Yeah, I mean, and during. And because <laughs> they had they had unlimited wine. Yeah. And oh, some wow. other type, some yeah. type of meat. I forgot what kind of meat it was. Meat. Yeah. yeah, what was that? It was like a, is that a steak? I don't even, I don't know my meats. So oh, I, don't know what, uh, I think I don't it was brisket. It it's a brisket. Oh, like a brisket. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, it's a brisket. Yeah, and uh, so you really don't remember? No, I, I, I mean, I, 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 I was remember. just trying to think like what what was important, you know, to, to take away. Well, first of all, I, I learned that there is a, like a community for podcasting, and yeah. the, there's different like the like the one interview with all the acting stuff. You know, like yeah, uh, the theater that was cool. one. Yeah, I was like, oh, like. I didn't even think about that, that people could do that, which I've heard podcasts where people yeah. act, but I've never really thought, put much thought into that. That's pretty yeah. cool. And uh, shout out to Ty King, Brittany Rush, and Karen, who uh, were the main organizers of the Artcast Festival. I'm part of the board, but I'm not in Little Rock, so I don't really get involved with the organizing efforts that way. Yeah. But they pulled it off. You know, it was at the Innovation Hub in Little Rock, and they're also about to have a a uh, I guess what you would call like an arm of the festival happening here in Northwest Arkansas on September 21st from 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. at the Guitar Meteor Gallery in Fayetteville. I mean, in Bentonville. Yeah. Uh, have y'all ever been there? I haven't been there before. Yeah. What is it like? A, yeah. Is it like a old, cool spot? Kinda? Like it, It's kind of like an old little venue. Mm-hmm. So it's got like wood flooring and like kind of like wood right there, it, a little bar. It looks okay, like, okay. Uh, like a little small theater, but look, like mm-hmm. on the floor, like they bring in the seating if they need seats. Yeah. You know, oh, it's nice. like an open yeah. floor and not like... Oh, nice. So make sure you check that out. Um, tickets are available right now uh, for folks to purchase. And I think you go to Arcast. Just Google Arcast, and you'll find the link there where you can buy where you can buy tickets. It's definitely something you don't want to miss. Um, and uh, I'm I'm recently also uh, got over a cold, and I was scared at first. I thought it was COVID, and then I took a COVID test, and it wasn't COVID. 
So there's also, besides COVID, there's also like flus going around and stuff. Okay. So uh, make sure that you take care of yourself. I think that, that Peso Pluma concert with like everybody <laughs> at the end, everybody just walking all over the place, yeah. probably got like some sort of like cold from someone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know who it was because I literally had like a hundred people around yeah. me just walking all these different directions. And I'm like, man. Hey, man, I've done so dark concerts before, and uh, that thing, they probably went past capacity, because that thing looked, like, fuller than yeah. a normal sold out I was thing. all the way at the top. I went to the very top at the end, like, uh, to the little seating up there, yeah. and mm-hmm. it was just crazy just looking from below and being yeah. like, holy crap, how, how? How is everybody in here right now? For real. Yeah. A couple fights break loose. The police yeah, were right there dancing with people, too. I mean, for the, <laughs> amount, of, for the amount of people that were there. A little few fights is not that bad. Yeah. There yeah, was yeah. a lot of people. And it wasn't even anything. I, I was looking at the videos because they showed up on my TikTok algorithm. Yeah. Oh. And I was just liking them. And then I would see another one pop up. And I, But uh, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that big of a deal. And yeah, I think, you can't get that many people together and yeah, not expect it's something. Just, it's just, <laughs> I, I think like, the probability of the people that didn't fight is like makes me happy enough to be like, hey, there was There's so many people There's fights all the there. time at the amp. Yeah. There's yeah. fights all see, the time. I was just worried because, you know, it's a, it's more of a younger crowd. I was like, let's see how these like young bucks are going to act. These young bucks. What was your experience at that concert, Lena? I know that you were there too. We didn't get to get our picture that we were know, all going to get together. but we didn't get our picture. Um, it was pretty nice. Um, I get tickets from work every so often, so I got to park in a nice spot. Oh, and nice. Like, um, nothing. We just had lawn tickets, which was fine, and we had the lounge passes, which I mm. always highly suggest, getting food and drink. Um, There's a lot of good food there. I was very was. impressed by the food. I was like, okay, Walmart, you guys got some brown people on here because mm-hmm. the tamales were good, mm-hmm. the nachos were good. They had, like, the cinnamon ice cream. Okay. Um, they had, yeah. I didn't catch that. Um, um, they had to, uh, I guess they told like the cooking people that, uh, whatever it was, it had to be like, like Hispanic themed, like in the back in our, in our lounge, we had, a, like, it was like the second night it was like Chinese food, but it was like theme, like Mexican themed Chinese food. It was weird. <laughs> it was good though. Yeah. Oh, wow. And also shout out to the girls of, of uh, House of Unts who had yeah. the event yes. this past mm-hmm. Saturday, El Bailongo, which that's the day I was sick. So I couldn't mm-hmm. go. And I was like, if I have something, I don't want to give it to people. So I'm just going to stay in. Um, but it looked like it was pretty cool. Did y'all see anything on, on social media on that? Um, For Saturday, no. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't go because I was out of town, man. But yeah. like it was on my calendar. I was, you know. It looked cool. There, uh, I yeah. saw a lot of people Instagram stories, and it looked like it was a good time. It looked people had fun. I think Susie Q performed at like one p one a.m. or something. Yeah, or twelve a.m. She's always out. I'm. I feel like I'm too old for that now. I don't think I can do one a.m. <laughs> like I need probably a nap during the day. It has to be like a two hour nap for me to be able to. Be no, awake. whenever whenever Susie's on, you have. She brings you back yeah, to life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. She's got that energy. She brings that energy yeah. out. Okie dokie. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and, and let Elena introduce our guest today. Yeah, we've done a lot of talking about music and the meteor um, venue and stuff. Today we've got um, Angel. He's 23 years old. He's a local entrepreneur and has co-founded the Diamond State Promotions. Hey, Angel, how are you doing today? Doing pretty good. How about you guys? Pretty good. Pretty good. It's raining outside. You brought us some clothes. We appreciate it. Um, You know, I was telling my wife uh, about like two weeks ago that I wanted to buy a shirt. Look, I'm not not BSing you. Like I wanted to buy one of these shirts that kind of look like the... 
baseball, like the what are they? I don't, what are they, like what the are they even called? Do you have one? You have when it's kind of like a show where it's kind of like a like a base like people uh, like a baseball uniform kind of. Yeah. But I don't know what that style of of, of shirt is. Is it's called. like a baseball jersey? Yeah. Is yeah. that what I mean, it's that's called? That's why I call it baseball. Yeah. Jersey. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, Angel brought me one of these, and I really appreciate. it. I'm gonna definitely sport it this week at some time, probably the weekend. Um, but um, you brought us also, you know, beanies and stuff. I really appreciate that. And uh, just excited to have you here and kind of learn more about, you know, the work that you're doing. Um, originally, where, where are you from? Uh, I was born in Fayetteville. I've, like, straight, like, been raised in Springdale my whole life. Oh, dang. Oh, I, still, right. I still even stay there right now. Homegrown. Okay. I think that's probably the first time we've ever had anybody Homegrown, born in Fayetteville, yeah. right? Born in Fayetteville. <laughs> no, you can't no. say that, remember? We've learned not to. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> people, people will fact check us. Someone will be like, <laughs> like 50 episodes back, be like, no. Stephanie oh, wait, we was had born, in, was born in like uh, Springdale. We had a, yeah. the, the gente privada kid. He's also from Springdale. Yeah. But he was born, born in Fayetteville, though. Yeah. From oh, Fayetteville? you're talking about Fayetteville. Yeah, Fayetteville. Fayetteville. I mean, I we've had some Springdale efforts. folks, but I don't yeah. think we've ever had anybody. But someone go fact check me, please. Yeah. <laughs> we need to have someone here. You know, like uh, you know, like Joe Rogan has that Jamie guy that be like fact checking him <laughs> on the spot. We need to have someone here fact checking us. But so you're originally from here, lived most of your life here. How do you how do you get involved? Um, you know, with the music industry. Man, it's just kind of weird how it just kind of like all kind of went together. Cause it's like, I, I don't like, I know people say this and they don't really like mean it, but like, when I mean it, like, this stuff was not planned. Like, it just happened. Uh, like, especially like, so last, like, uh, today's like, what, the ninth? No, not oh, the ninth. 12th. The 12th. The 12th. Okay. So the 15th in three days, that marks our one year. Oh, like, wow. one year since we had our first technical concert. Mm. Uh, and I just like DM'd this guy's manager. And then they didn't respond to me. And then, like, four months later, I guess they were just, like, just trying to get some shows. And they just hit me back. And they just throw me a number. And I was like, I was like, holy crap, they responded. Like, <laughs> I, I literally called Kevin that exact moment. My Oh, Kevin's my business partner. Uh, Diamond State Promotions is me and my business partner, Kevin. We, we run it together. And I just called them. And I'm like, dude, they answered, like, are we going to do this? <laughs> yeah. and, and then I'll be honest, I kind of was iffy on it, not going to lie. Cause I was kind of like, dude, that's like a lot of money. Like, I don't know, you know. Like, I've never like put something down like that, and like, yeah. you know, have so to work on. So, what do you put your it. money on? Like, would on, on specifically on getting artists to come over here, or what does that look like? Uh, so it's like straight booking. Like, they're they're all different, and depending, like, for example, if they're a bigger artist, they'll just ask you for one fee, and they'll cover everything. Like, they'll be mm -hmm. like, hey, give me this much, and we'll worry about our hotels, everything else. But smaller artists, they can't charge as much because it doesn't make sense, you know. Because if they charge too much, no one's gonna book them. So if they got like a smaller fee, they might be like, "Hey, you know, I work with you. I'll do this, but you gotta uh, like get my transportation and get my hotels." Mm. So, so that's like so they can say that's actually their take home. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. But uh, so I was just kind of like iffy on it, but I was like, you know, I might be down. And Kevin was like, "No, dude, like you don't realize how big like this would be, you know." So I we just did it. And you guys brought like a new scene to Northwest Arkansas that hasn't been brought here before. Yeah, so basically a lot of like the hip hop artists like cuz that's kind of mainly what we focus on uh they don't usually come unless they're like huge. Mm -hmm. You know like for example like they brought Trippy Red to the Walmart amp. But I remember yeah. listening to Trippy Red when he dropped a mixtape with like uh some dude from like Gucci Mane's old label. Uh he's not in 1017 no more. But mm -hmm. but that was like I was just like, "Oh, who is this guy?" But obviously, Trippie Red didn't come here till like four years later, so he went more like mainstream. So I felt like there was a market for more uh, upcoming artists that might just have like a hundred people pull up to mm -hmm. go watch them. But like I said, it all goes down to negotiation. If you can make it make sense for both of you guys, then you know you got something right there. So um, is there is there anybody else in this space that you either connect with or 
uh, has given you advice in this kind of same kind of space of like booking people, so booking artists? Is is a call it slimy industry for sure, or is it uh, cutthroat? That's what I was. Yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. I, I've met people who spit game, like they've spit game to me. They taught me a lot, but with the wrong intentions, trying to make money off us. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Uh, like for example, I may be like, oh, we'll team up, and they'll be like, oh, it's this much, but in reality, it was much less. Like yeah. you know, and they'll be like, oh, we'll split it, and then. I catch them on the BS. I'm just like, no, <laughs> we're not doing that. Yeah. Wow. So how do you, how do you kind of like analyze that and, and, and figure out like who you should work with? Yeah. Man, see, that's the thing. Like I said, like we we're bad to make a year. Like I'm still learning. Yeah. <laughs> like you know, like you know, we take our Ws. We also take our Ls for sure. Yeah. yeah. So is it have so you've had multiple situations like that where it's kind of been you know like shady uh, from the other person's part? Man, probably just like two. Too. But, but like at the same time, like I learned a lot for both of these guys. Like, mm. yeah, I'm not gonna lie, you know. So is there is there any people though that like, or is it kind of where you're just kind of focusing on yourself and yeah. focusing on your company instead of relying on other people that do the same work to like work with or or uh, to give you advice? Uh, so at this point, I kind of like being like more independent with me and Kevin, just kind of doing our thing. Because at that point, we got more control of what's going on. Mm-hmm. So if there's anyone to blame, I could blame myself instead of just being like, hey, that's out of my hands, you know. Okay. Um, but like for example, I, I got a really good friend here uh, locally, and he's been doing events for like for a long time. His name is Spider Crazy. Eight. Yeah, we've had him on here before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that guy, uh, I just booked him to host my show uh, for the first uh, when we brought Big Cootie the first time, and then we just created a really good relationship to the point where uh, I brought Big Fizzle, and I even invite. I called him and I'm like, hey, you know, we booked this guy. Uh, I'm I, cause I get a lot of people that message me trying to throw shows with me. And whether they have the capital or not, like, that's not what we're looking for. We're looking for people who actually know what they're doing, kind of, like, with the promotion mm-hmm. aspect. Because, like, the money is cool, but, like, that's not what's going to get people in the building. Mm-hmm. It's the actual business behind it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, putting flyers around town, marketing it, right? Uh, so he's been doing his events. So, like, I offered him, like, hey, you want to jump in? I'll offer you 33% of, you know, what we got to spend. But, like, if you put in 33% of what we're spending, you'll get 33% revenue. So if you feel like this is, you know, you could bring your people, bring our people, we could, you know, do yeah. some good event. I mean, he took it. And I don't really be offering people, like, investments, to be honest, because it's just kind of like, you know, I want you to do your thing, too. Yeah. You know, so at this point, we got us doing our DSP thing. And then all the knowledge he's done, he's done with his shows, he did it for that, too. And we just mm. combine it all together. A uh, DSP? Yeah, Diamond, Diamond State Promotions. Promotions. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> and I think it, it's it makes sense naturally for you to work. That's kind of who I, I was hoping that you were working with, with a spider. Yeah. Just because we've had him on here, and he know he looks like he knows what he's doing. Spider's smart. You know, he has events. Smart, smart dude at the industry. People show up in big numbers. Like he's really good at promoting, also on social media and stuff. Um, what does that promotion look like for you? What do you do? Uh, I know you talked a little bit about like the flyers, but do you currently have a team helping you out with that, or is it mainly so we're mainly growing? You? Like we have a like a good group of like three four friends that like. Not just, like, not the first time they've already been working with us, so they'll know how to handle the situations. Like, for example, uh, like, even getting money at the door, like, for a concert is completely different than when we do a club night. Because, like, some of those guys are, like, drunk, and it's just getting kind of rowdy, and it's just kind of crazy. Like, mm. like Saturday, he was working the door, and he took some photos, and we, we had some situations <laughs> at the front that were, you know, not favored. For yeah. sure. And the guy he's pointing to is Brian, who's also in the studio yeah, with we us. We have Brian here, who's a, a photographer, does a lot of photography for uh, different uh, musical events, not only here, but also in other states, right, Brian? <laughs> yes, sir, that's right. <laughs> and we'll, and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll ask you some questions right now just to ask you a little bit about your work. I did want to ask first about, like, you're talking about, like, having issues sometimes at the door. 
man, I, I, I wish people can have a good time, you know, when, when they drink or when they smoke, whatever, and, and just be chill. But, but it's like, I was thinking about, I was talking to my wife about the third day. I was like, man, a lot of these people that like smoke and, and, and mainly, mainly drink, I would say mainly drink, you know, they have all this trauma, you know, whether it being family trauma or whether it just being stuff that they've (laughs) been through and like, and then they drink, and instead of like having a good time, they just want to start fights and stuff. And they just want to, yeah. or someone hits them a little bit, like when they're yeah. walking, and someone, and it, it, just those little I smallest see people things. People go out look for it, you know? Yeah, yeah. it's like, yeah, like yeah, I, 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 I want to fight. I want to fight. Like they look at themselves in the mirror before <laughs> they go out. They're like, That's tonight, what happens, I'm, gonna find, <laughs> I'm gonna find someone. <laughs> just want someone to look me the wrong way, and I'm gonna like freaking step up to them. And I'm like, man, we need. We need more therapy, yeah, you know? Yeah, like, it's okay to well, go to therapy. Yeah, like they say, though, when you start drinking, like, the first thing that goes is your emotions. So whatever yeah. you're feeling, that's what's... <laughs> and it, it, it is trauma because, I mean, for me, I mean, everybody has trauma, right? But I don't feel like I don't have trauma that way where if I drink, I want to be happy. I want to have a good time. I'm not yeah, thinking of, like, wanting to step up to someone. But that trauma that's there in a lot of people, like, that needs to be you know, like confronted. And yeah. and I know that resources are low for like mental health and stuff. Yeah. So I'm not trying to blame anybody, but I mean like if you have the resources, please go to therapy. Because yeah. <laughs> we shouldn't be like getting violent with other people for no reason. Sorry that sidetracked a little bit there. <laughs> I just wanted mental to talk about that. Important. I was yeah. having this conversation with my wife and I was like, man, I want to somewhat somehow segue into that conversation <laughs> in the future. Very smooth. Yes, I try, I try. But you guys have had to deal with People who have trauma. <laughs> <laughs> Brian's getting the back of his head at the moment. Well, yeah. <laughs> he's like, uh, yeah. So, um, how do you do? It? Nod too. <laughs> what was that? It was a confident head nod that he did. Uh, how, how do you all deal with that? Do you all have like security at your all events? Or is that yeah, work? yeah. So, uh, I mean, the clubs usually they have their own security. So, like, when it comes to that, I just you know let them do their thing. Uh, mm. But when it comes to like the con, like uh, not the club nights, just straight concerts, whatever. Uh, that that like yeah, we hire our own security. We have to do all that. But also, like, I feel like we got to do it differently just because, like, like, I'm not, like, I, you know, like, I, like, you know, me and Kevin own the company, so, like, I want to portray myself in a positive way. Mm-hmm. So I definitely try to de-escalate everything as much as possible before it gets to anything crazy. Mm. Like, you know, like, dude's worked up about something. I'll be like, hey, dude, chill out. Come inside. Let, let me get you a drink real quick. Let me buy him a shot. Mm. Like, you know, I've done that a couple times with people who had, like, whatever, and they come up to me later. They're like, hey, man, thanks. Like. You know, being respectful, my bad, I just thought this, that, whatever. Sometimes people just need someone to, like, not only listen to them, but to acknowledge that they're going through it, mm-hmm. right? And show them some sort of, like, warm energy towards them. And they're like, man, you know, maybe things are going to be all right. You know, yeah, I just gonna, let them know everything's okay, dude. Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, oh, my God. But anyways, um, I, I wanted to talk about what does your usual uh, process look like in regards to, like, once you're done promoting an event and everything and it's the day of, how does that day look like for you? It's the craziest day. Like, like, what are some of the hurdles that you that you go through? Okay, so like, I just use Saturday for example. Okay, so this Saturday I was supposed to have Lil Wayne's DJ come, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he was at the White House performing with Lil Wayne because he's his DJ, you know. Mm. So Lil Wayne was doing a private show over there for like uh, the vice president actually, and uh, it started thundering Which I saw, over because yeah. he he performed <laughs> Mrs. Officer. <laughs> oh, because she was a police officer? Yeah. Wow. I just remember I saw uh, I must that. not have seen that. Man. But yeah, then it started <laughs> like having a thunderstorm over there, so all the flights there got grounded or delayed. And then they were like, hey, we're going to drive three hours to catch this flight. We're going to make it 1130, you know? And then that last final flight got delayed, yeah. which sucked. But the crazy thing is before that, uh, in the morning, I went to the spot because I had to get his whole DJ equipment. The place where I was going to rent it from told me, they're like, oh, yeah, the guy that was going to go get it for you, he's like, oh, he looked at the wrong things, so we don't have it. 
I sent them a picture. I'm like, hey, this is what they're telling me we could use. And they're like, we can't use that. The whole day, I had to go find equipment. And keep in mind, these guys are like, like Lil Wayne's. These, these are high-end DJs. Yeah. Like, they don't even sell the equipment here locally that they need. Oh, wow. Because, like, DJs could buy yeah. a whole set here and probably spend, like, I don't know, 12, 15. Mm-hmm. Like, this guy needed three things. They were, like, two, three bands a piece. Dang. Okay, that sounds, that sounds way more difficult. One time I helped, helped out with an event, and there was no HDMI cable. And I thought it was <laughs> a big deal to have to go to Walmart and get a well, see, HDMI ima- cable. Ima- imagine me yeah. seeing the, the – at first, the only spot we could go to was an OKC to get one. Oh, wow. Um, like, think about it like that because they're hours. not even to- like, called Tosa. And they're like, hey, what do you need? They're called CDJ2000s. Uh, and I was like, hey, I need a CDJ stuff. And they're like, ooh. They're like, yeah, <laughs> you like you want it today? Like, <laughs> like you're not booking it ahead of time? I was, they're like, they got, probably got an OKC. Like, because only big cities usually have stuff like that. Because, like, you know, there's DJs here. But, like, you know, in Dallas, there's higher-end DJs. Yeah. Like, here, like, they're more willing to pay them more mm. over there compared to the DJs here. So how did you resolve that? Yeah, bigger scene, more money. Bigger scene, yeah. more people, like, you know. You got closer that could fit like 300, 400, 500 people. Over there, you got something like a thousands at once, you know? And they'll go. Yeah, they will. Yeah. They definitely will. So how did how did you resolve that, the the issue of not having that? Dude, I met so many people that day just figuring it out. Oh. And, like, we ended up finding one dude with this piece, one dude with that piece, one Jesus. dude with this piece. And we finally made it happen. But mm. then we got the info about the flight stuff. And I was yeah, like, wow. Like After all that, yeah. just for that to happen, I was like, dude, that's crazy. That was my whole day. Oh wow! So, so would you consider yourself like an extrovert? Like, how do you go around? Meeting Dude, all these I actually people? love staying indoors. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't even drink that much. Like, mm. like people think, oh, like, just because yeah, it's like, but it's like, at the end of the day, yeah. man, I just think it's just like, hey, man, it's just my business. You know, your business might be just, you know, doing construction. My business is like, mm-hmm. it's just at the same day, we're all providing value to people. You know? Yeah. 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 So. I wanted to go back to what you said about you know have you having to go through all of that in regards to uh, getting that piece for that for that event and a lot of people don't see that you know sometimes people will see and sometimes we don't show it either yeah. like yeah, for example like if it. someone goes to your Instagram right now what are they gonna see are they gonna see like you struggling with that are you gonna be no we're gonna oh, present yeah. like hey the show was great yeah you know <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> come yeah, to the no, next one no, come all... to the next one but that's why it's important to have these conversations so people realize that it's not just freaking sunshines and and dandelions you know like yeah. people go through it to make these events happen for you that you just show up to and have a good time yeah no it's like yeah because like i mean all you like people really just see the you know like the stories me i put on my instagram like oh you know come here next week whatever or in yeah. two months and then we throw ads, flyers around, but like nobody realizes all the back and stuff. Like even when it comes to the flyers, like sometimes I'd be trying to add stuff in specific ways just for it to like appeal differently, you know. What are like, some of the of the artists that you would like to book that you feel like in the next few years are attainable for you, or that you like the goals that you have in regards to like yeah. talent? Man, so I feel like I feel like one thing I did do in this one year is I made a really strong like network of people, like that do not have intentions like like because when you meet people with it, but they have bad intentions you're like oh i can make money off this guy yeah now i got some people who are like, you know now it's getting a little bit more better where people are just genuinely trying to help me out because i can help them mm. out or i have helped them already mm-hmm. you know uh but at this point like it's like it's just more about like funds to be honest because mm-hmm. like i could probably get like some bigger dudes mm-hmm. but like but then i would have to, you know get investors and stuff and i'm not really trying to deal with other people's money i rather just like i said mm-hmm. be more independent on us uh but like one probably key glock that'd be cool. Mm. Key glock would probably be cool. I see that there's like, um, I hope I, I hope that uh, someone brings a uh, cap G again. Cap G soon. Man, I had the opportunity too. Did you? He's I, I've had the chance of me- of meeting him once before. I don't even know. I think I talked about this on the podcast once. 
Um, but like way back, uh, I think it was like 2018, 2017. Um, I followed him on Twitter and I posted, I tweeted at him. I was like, hey, I, it'd be cool if you do like a song for, you know, our people, like for La Raza, you know, talking a little bit, of, just getting people a little bit more aware of like shit that's going on because that's when, when Trump was, was in office. And, uh, and then a few months later, he responded and he sent me a DM. He's like, hey, I actually did the song. That's crazy. And he sent me the song before he put it out. It was a. It was called a day without a without a Mexican. I'm not sure if y'all ever heard it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then one day I went to Savannah for vacation, and I texted him. I was just like, let's see if if it actually happens or not. I was like, hey, I'm gonna be in Atlanta. Do you want to get lunch? And he's like, yeah, sure. Let's go to my spot where my sister works. So we actually ended up going to like this That's little cool. hole in the spot restaurant in Atlanta, in like where the Mexicans are at, pretty much in Atlanta. <laughs> and he was just a really cool dude. And we we stayed in touch like since then. Oh, you know? It's funny you say that name. I actually uh I so like one of the one of my promoter friends, uh he does like uh, I mean I don't know if I'll say friends, acquaintance. We'll say acquaintance. Mm. But you know, we're pretty good acquaintance. Uh he actually had Cav G booked for like two days last week. Like this at this past Saturday. He took him to like Wichita and I wanna say Topeka. Mm. But like yeah, he was there like Saturday. It's Sun? cool. It's or cool to see this like party. influx of Latino artists that are kind of coming in this area close by, like Cab G. I think someone's bringing is it Peso Peso as well. That's you. Yeah. You're bringing Peso Peso. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, Peso Peso. I I learned about Peso Peso because I I would listen to Cab G and I think they did some. Yeah, collabs. yeah. So those guys are all like like Cab G really be like uh, in the Texas scene. Mm-hmm. He be, uh, hanging around with a lot of the rappers there. Yeah, I see him like post on social media. He'd be like, "Hey, anybody want a, a call a." Collab, I'm here for like a day. Yeah, like no, day. and you'd be you surprised. Know? People message them. I, I'm guessing it would. Down, spend the money. Yeah. Then I think Mexican OTs coming around here. Yeah. I believe, dude. Yeah. So actually, we were gonna bring him, but then it just got like labeled. It's because he blew up. It's because he blew up in the process of bringing him here. Yeah. So they were just like, oh man, like you're gonna have to give us more now. And he just got to an unreasonable yeah. price. We're like, well, nah, once they start seeing a lot of TikToks of these artists, I'm like, oh. It's they're blowing up, yeah. and then I saw him on. You know who Andrew Schultz is? Yeah, the comedian. He had him on his podcast, and I was like, "Oh, he's about to blow up yeah. even more." I'm not gonna lie, dude. I like, like that. That was an L I like an L I took because we hit him up, and uh, so and I was gonna, cause I've done like a bunch of like just kind of like past plays to my friends. Like for example, Spider. He originally got Smoke Perp, uh, yeah. but I, I made that happen. Like I was like, I was like, hey, dude, this guy hit me up because I hit up uh, Perp's team in like March or something. And they were like, hey, we're going to Europe, like, so whatever. And then uh, they were going to do something with OT, but then because that happened, they were looking for an artist. And then while that happened, just out of just random chance, uh, Perp's manager messages me. And he's like, hey, we're going to be back in the States for, like, a couple months if you're trying to do something. I just hit him up. I'm like, hey, I got, you know, just put it together. Mm. And then uh, and then Peso, Peso joined uh, OT's tour on the day I was supposed to bring him. So we just added Peso Peso to the Smoke Perp show. So now me and Spider collabing that day too. You see, but that's crazy too because I feel like I saw Mexican OT first in the Peso Peso uh, music video, and it kind of seemed like Peso Peso was bigger than the yeah, Mexican yeah. OT. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because at one point, uh, Peso Peso took OT on his tour. Yeah, that's why I was and like, now, now it's swapped. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, now it's swapped. Well, someone just blows up, happens. and it's like, yeah. actually, <laughs> how about you be featured on my <laughs> or just or him? Do my show, You're bro? opening for me now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. pretty sure it was more like, no, bro, you had my bag, I got your bag. We're no, about to go to bigger. No, it's all love. It's all yeah. love. It's not like that. <laughs> yeah, we're about to go to bigger. That's a problem with industry trying to find like people who are like genuine, real. Like that's definitely a problem. And I feel like, well, those those three. It, it was just a matter before they kind of. I mean, Mexican OT is blowing up more than, unfortunately, more than like Cap G and like 
and Peso Peso are. But Peso Peso also has something unique to himself. You know, he's like, he just even the way that he looks is very unique. The hardest and, essay ever, right? Yeah. Have you heard of Aleman? Eleven? Aleman. Aleman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, is that somebody within your reach or? See, someone like that is because, like, so, and here's kind of like what I was talking to Brian about. And, like, I'm going to use the reggaeton scene for an example. Yeah. Um. So people here, like, how I'm bringing, like, underground artists, people generally here don't listen to reggaeton artists unless they're already blown up. Yeah. Like, you don't, like, when's the last time someone played a reggaeton artist that had, like, 10,000 monthly listeners? Like, let's mm. be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> but the artist, Brian with the hip-hop, that could happen here. That could actually happen here. Yeah. I got friends showing me, like, oh, look, this guy's coming up. Dude has, like, 6K monthly listeners. Mm -hmm. But, like, you know, but, like, that's an actual thing here. But here is just more, like, they just go for the mainstream stuff like that. And then when it comes, and the interesting thing about that is get they're going to charge you, like, if they're popping in the area. Yeah. You know, so yeah. like, for example, like let's say Aleman could probably bring so much people in Jalisco. So they're going to charge that much. But they're like, oh, well, they pay me this much. So if you want me to come to Arkansas, you have to pay me what they paid. Mm. Yeah. And then that doesn't work out for here because like you get you get what I'm trying to yeah. say. Yeah. I think Aleman was actually opening up in some places for Peso Pluma. Yeah, yeah. I actually watched him in Kansas City. He did open up for him. Oh, there? That was yeah. in Kansas City? My friend checked him out in Dallas and I just saw the show. That thing looked crunk. <laughs> <laughs> I like the song that he did with uh, Snow the Product. I'm not sure if you all ever saw that one. No, I don't think uh, I've seen Let's check it out. It came out like about a year ago. It's a really good song. I like that Rukong or whatever. But <laughs> like inside your reach right now, or what, what, the, you something that you find attainable, any other artists that you can think of that you're like, man, it'd be, you know, I know the, the funds part is the difficult part, right? Well, see, sometimes like not even about artists, like there, there's this thing I'm trying to do. I'm talking to her management, but it just depends if we can all work out. But I'm trying to bring like, Jenny six nine over here. Mm. If you know who that is, oh, yeah. you, you'd get a lot of people to show up. So, well, I want her just to. I want to have like just a club night and have her host it. Oh, that'd, oh, be, that'd cool. be really cool. No, that that's exactly that's what she's really good at. That's doing. what I'm trying. Like yeah. you see, like it, it's not even about artists. Like uh, even like, like getting some of these like Latino TikTok stars too. Yeah. They'd be doing a lot of these like club appearances all over the area and people show up. Yeah. See, I bring know. Jenny 69 once yeah. I can go out. And then he's not really excited about Jenny 69. Yeah, I love her. <laughs> yeah, I, I, had some, I had some good reactions on her. That's why I was yeah. like, what? No, yeah, I mean... I, I'll bring I mean, my dad yeah, out. He popular. likes that. Suela 69. My dad yeah. loves that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I would like, I don't know if she performed. I would be like, dude, can you please sing this just song one song. Yeah, just one song. I think it's Post it, sing one song, we're good. You post your pictures, you're going to get all kinds of hate and love and... Yeah, and it'd be funny because like those controversial people... Like are the ones that are popular because they got so much people talking about them. Even yeah. if it's negative, you're, you're yeah. yeah, like you, now, like for example, how you just said that, like pretend you were talking bad stuff. Yeah. Now you just got four new people who're like, who is this guy? Yeah. 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 You know. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like it goes like controversial. I like it. I yeah. like controversial do you, people. Do you ever like to work with like local artists? You know? Yeah. Uh. So I do actually because like one thing I started noticing now ever since I started bringing this artist, a bunch of local artists trying to tap in with me and yeah. Kevin. Like they're trying to. Oh man, let me get in your show. Da da da. But it goes both ways. You got some mm. people who like us. You got some people who hate us. Cause gotcha. like you know we do like you know we pay all the expenses, whatever. Some people feel like they're entitled to be in our show, mm. and like some like you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah so it, you know it goes both ways. And um, I want to talk a little bit about uh, the work that you're doing, Brian. So you do photography, and I think I've seen on social media that you uh, have gotten the opportunity to to take pictures for a lot of you know well-known artists from around the world uh, and i kind of wanted to ask you like first of all is there like a, a company name that you have for for the work that you do is it your company or man it's not even a company yet mm -hmm. it's kind of like 
I was working in the industry and I just kind of brought my camera along. Mm. And then I'm like, wait, I'm actually like pretty good at it. Yeah, pictures are really good, man. And, and, and then, I don't like to say that to people when they're not good. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to like make someone believe that. Like I don't want to lie to someone. You don't guess But your pictures are actually really, really good, man. I haven't heard that from him for my pictures. I, you see, there's, <laughs> a, there's, there's a reason. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. I haven't seen your photography, yeah. because, so I wouldn't know. Yeah, first um, I met this club promoter out in Dallas. Cause I was going to like a lot of concerts, you know, cause I really love music like that. And then he's like, yo, like, like just start posting my flyers and I'll get you in for free. Oh, and I'm like, all right, bet. I'm like, that's a deal for me, you know? And then I'm like, hey, I got a camera, can I bring you? He's like, yeah, yeah, just make content for us, you know? And then from there he started introducing me to like the club owner, you know? Mm -hmm. And then from there it kind of just like took off. Like I started, like I learned how to network with like with the artists, with their management team. And, like, you know, I can reach out to, like, certain people and be like, yo, like, here's my portfolio and, like, could I get, like, an opportunity? Mm. You know, like, the first time, well, not even an opportunity. I'll be like, yo, like, I'll shoot the content for you the first time. Then if you like it, y'all can hire me for more. And they usually come back. Like, um, for example, like, Future, um, I took pictures of him and he really liked them. So his team reached out back to me. They're like, hey, like, my son's going to be performing in Austin. Oh. So they flew me out to to go over there and take That's pictures cool. with his son. Badass. I haven't posted them because I'm waiting for him to drop his his album, and then that's when I'll post future uh, sons. Makes uh, sense. Mm -hmm. Makes. What? Who are some of the cool people that you've had the opportunity to to photograph? Man, little baby, peso pluma, uh, future. Mm, Was the peso pluma Eladio. one the one here? Mm-hmm. Nice. And you said yeah. you got you got Oh, I think I did see you out there now that I uh, yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah, the little backstage side area. I think no, I actually I was on the like in the front area the whole time, like in the front row. Like in the front row? Mm -hmm. Oh so, so you so, so you didn't never walk to the side? No, I oh, just then maybe there. that wasn't you. Yeah. Yeah, maybe someone else. Yeah, or maybe a different show. Anyway, whatever. And then <laughs> Miguel directs the cameras at, at the, the at the amp. Oh yeah. yeah. And like he mentioned a lot of different things. He wasn't just looking yeah, out yeah. for yeah. you out of nowhere. Like he was he was seated, so he probably saw the people moving around. You see, he yeah. mentioned Aleman, but I've shot for uh, Hera Mekis, mm -hmm. just another big yeah. Mexican rapper as well. I actually, they were in in Texas this weekend, but I already had like made an agreement with them to to work with uh, Diamond State Promo, so I just reached out to my friends, and I booked someone else to cover for him. Gotcha. But now I'm going to go to the Denver show with them in November, like kind of like to make up so I can still, you know. So you do a lot of work with Diamond State? Yeah, uh, we did an event together actually, like back in July. Okay. We brought uh, Carol G's uh, tour DJ. She's on tour. Oh, I think I saw that. Mm -hmm. So we brought her out, and that was a pretty good show too. Nice. Yeah. That was a fun night. Mm -hmm. Well, it, it it makes me happy just to see people like you know that are doing two different things, Latinos that are two, doing two different things to work together. You know, to collab and and uh, kind of help each other out. I think that's pretty cool. What, what do you think about the saying? A Mexican's biggest hater is another Mexican. <laughs> yeah. it, I mean, it's true. I mean, <laughs> right? look. Yeah. I mean, I've. Yeah, I've had my experiences, you know, because I've been involved with, like, politics and community activism and stuff. And sometimes people, you know, the, the people that, even the the things that people say, they hurt the most whenever it's, like, your own people. Because yeah. it's yeah. like, bro, like, we, we're all we've all struggled. You know, we're all trying to make trying it. To we're do all, this for you, bro. Yeah, what we're all trying about? to, like, <laughs> yeah. do all these different things. Y'all are doing it entertainment-wise, like I was doing it community-wise. and it's, But it is what it is. There's always going to be people. And I think, I forgot what that exact quote of, like, Eminem I think Eminem said it was something along the lines of like the louder you are, the more you're gonna have people 
you know, talk bad about you. Like it's just unavoidable. It doesn't matter yeah. how good of a person you are. And I had to talk. I had to talk about this in therapy, by the way. <laughs> so <laughs> that's why I'm really passionate about it. Because I would I would get upset when I would hear something bad, and I, and I'd be like, but but like you don't know. Like I wasn't trying to do anything with bad intentions, yeah. and. Uh, and my therapist was just like, you know, you can't make everyone happy. There's literally if, any kind of event that you do, even if there's a thousand people saying something good about you, that one or two sometimes gets to us. He's like, man, like, yeah. you know, but we don't think about how how bigger it is that that there's folks, you know, that are appreciating the yeah, work exactly. that we're doing. I mean, that just I guess it just comes with like putting yourself really out there too. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. The more you put yourself out yeah. there, the more criticism. Man, you're I, I just tell people like, hey, man, there's plenty of people that want like are liking this. If it's not for you, it's not for you. I don't yeah. know what else to tell you. Which uh, yeah. which night has given you the most uh, like satisfaction? You were like, holy shit, I did this. I think right now the Phoenix Flexing show, that was crazy. Yeah. Cause uh like if you like in tune with like 2017 18 19 like 16 even house parties everybody's bumping shoreline so like for me to bring phoenix over i thought that was pretty cool yeah and the coolest part about that is we got to hang out the whole time next day yeah so i got to meet him like oh, ask him cool. little industry oh, questions cool. like you know that was pretty cool and what are just so the people that are listening what are some so- shows that you all have coming up uh so we rescheduled little wayne's dj for this week so this saturday at west end oh on dixon street we got little wayne's dj um, October 27th, we got Peso Peso and Smoke Perp uh, together at the Arkansas That's Event October Center. what you said? Oct- October 27th. 27th. That's a Friday. Okay. And that one's getting some traction. Uh, we got some dude that was signed to uh, Young Thug's label, Young Stoner Life. Mm. He's actually coming over here from, I think I think he's from Atlanta. But he's coming over here just to show himself. Uh, oh, wow. I, had, I had some dude in my DMs. He had like 300K on Insta. And he was, like, asking about my show. But I was like, hey, my artist budget is, like, done. I'm not paying. Because usually if someone has, like, that much followers, they're trying to, like, oh, I'll pull up to your show, man, just give me blank, blank, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just a tactic, dude. So I was just like, hey, man, like, you can come. And this guy has a picture with, like, Drake, 21. Like, he's tagged up with the whole industry. He has a mm-hmm. picture with Post Malone wrapping his arm around him. Like, mm-hmm. but I was just like, if you want to come on your own, you can come. I'll yeah. put you on. But I was like, artist budget, we're good. And then he was like, yeah, that's straight. He's like, he's like, oh, I, he's like, peso, peso, and purple are, are the homies. I was like, okay. whatever. Now we got some random happy, dude. Yeah. Now we got some dude from Chicago coming. I'll probably drop his fire like a week, but okay, so that's pretty cool because yeah. that show, like, that's the first time I had something like that. Or actually, no, I brought some dude named Swifty Blue. Do you guys know who that mm-hmm. is? No. Very, con- <laughs> very controversial guy. But mm-hmm. when I brought him, I had uh, uh, I don't know if y'all know Mr. Capone. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. So which one though? There's two of them. There's Mr. Capone and Mr. Cap- the, 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 Mr. The, Capone. The 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 Chicano. Well, yeah. he's not. He's not Mexican, but like he's like Pakistani, right? Yeah, 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 yeah that guy. Well, I thought that was like one of the biggest things, like that that I learned like three years ago that he wasn't actually Mexican. I was like, yeah. what? <laughs> My entire childhood was yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> that, that guy was like, like, hey and man, I see that. you got Swifty Blue coming that day. I'm like, yeah, and he's like, I was like, yeah, yeah, I do, and he's like, I'm available too. I was like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my like, god! I was like, I don't that sounds know. like an order, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, up. stuff like that. Yeah. Well, that's basically what they're saying. They're like, oh, yeah. they're like, my label's, t- like, they're, they're uh, booking me for this much, but since we're going direct, like, you know, I can give you this price. But I was like, no, dude. Like, mm. like it happens, you know. Yeah. But, like, but like, like I saw the other dude, like, I don't got an artist budget. If you want to come on your own time, like, you can come. And they said, yeah, that's crazy. Talking about Mr. Capone, I'm not sure if y'all remember this, but, like, I think it was, like, 10 years ago. I think he had a concert or something here, and he would bring, like, his bus and, like, he would tell people like, "Hey, I'm outside of uh, Harps." He was he would he would park outside of Harps. That's now the uh, Ten Box in yeah, Springdale, yeah, yeah. and like he'd, he'd park his bus, and then just a bunch of people would go and like take pictures with him. Yeah. 
Yeah. Some yeah. girls would get in the bus and stuff. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> like, what the, what's going on in there? <laughs> but but that was just so interesting. But Mr. Capone's a legend, though. We're not we're not bad mouthing Mr. Capone here. Um, but any other any other information you want to let people know? Any either events? Oh, plans then, or okay. So the twenty seventh, that's Friday, right? Okay. For that, that's that Halloween Friday. Mm-hmm. The okay. next day, I got Key Glocks DJ coming, mm-hmm. and I'm taking him to West End. And both of those days are like five hundred dollar costume contests. Oh, oh wow. yeah, 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 yeah. So either awards. day you pull up, you pull up. You know, oh, look yeah. good. You can walk yeah. out five hundred. Did the bucks. Bad Bunny one last year, right? Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, yeah, he was there too. <laughs> <laughs> Brian reminiscing. Dude, that that <laughs> night, because that night we had the, you know where VIP is? Uh, the the club. Yeah. Yeah. So from that door, we had the line all the way to the lights, like the oh. stoplights. Oh wow! By Tin Roof. Yeah. Yeah, like that was tin insane. Roof opening. Window. That was yeah. like they, you put anything Bad Bunny, anything Carol G right now, it's going to pop off. Yeah. He did it last year. Well, oh. it was still when Bad Bunny was big last year. Okay. Because I think that was the first club night as DSP, I think. Mm. That was like the first time I was like, you know, because I've had history doing it. I've been doing it for like two, three years, but like officially DSP last year. Mm, gotcha. Gotcha. Well, I appreciate you making the time, both of you ought to be here today. And I'm excited for people to kind of learn more about the work that you're doing. And uh, where can people find you all on social media? Uh, you could find uh, the DSP page on Instagram at Diamond State Promo. Just Diamond State promo, no underscores, no nothing, clean. And then uh, my person was just Ruzen479, R-O-O-Z-E-N-479. Brian, where can people find your photography? Um, I usually just post it on my Instagram. It's Mancia, M-A-N-C-I-A, Brian, B-R-Y-A-N, all together. Sounds good. Well, thank you both for being here. Uh, we appreciate you being here and also just getting people to, to kind of get to know you all a little bit more. And we're excited to see the events that you all pull off and then the photography that you that you post. Um, but uh, that's the end of episode 212. My name is Edwin. This is Elena. And I'm Migs. Signing off. Bitness. Bitness.